Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Dante Lawson and Fika Leone. Welcome back, Periscope. We didn't have you last week, but we got you this week. Uh, welcome, Facebook Live viewers Did as Fika well. Did Fika Leone miss us? Uh, no, but Dante Lawson said he binged about six to seven episodes last week. Really? We love you. Really? Was he, was he stuck in an elevator or something like that? <laughs> well, I don't care to? how they do it. I'm sure that story has context. Though. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop we culture. Do, whether you like it or not. Yeah. I mean, well, basically, yes. Essentially, <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing this. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. You can't stop us. You can't stop us. <laughs> you can't stop uh, the signal. It's, uh, it's ladies' night. And uh, it's very exciting, and I guess, I guess my Facebook feed is not doing what it's supposed to do. But there we go. There's the technical difficulties. Well, that's now. It's kind of uh, that's <laughs> it's just kind fun. of like a standard opener, right? That's just that's just fun at this point. And yeah. we got Saints Girl eight seven eight that joined as well. Uh, I want to welcome my co-host Hassan Godwin. Uh, welcome me. And you're the Lord <laughs> of the Radio. As, yes. Uh, um, still the self-proclaimed. So, so, well, who else is going to make me the Lord of the Radio but me? I mean, you should have other people, like, congratulating you, you know, as... I should. Yeah. Let's see if we can make that happen. Yeah. Tell everybody to congratulate me. They do what you say. Well, essentially, yes. Essentially, <laughs> yes. So. All right, we're live on talkradio.nyc. We'll be live up on the Facebook feed shortly. Um, I believe we are on the Facebook feed now. Uh, we talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. Uh, today, we're, we got a we got a great guest. Um, and we also have some great new interns. We want to give a wave yeah. to our interns. Wave... That's Dari. That's Trista. They will be uh, joining aboard. us for the summer, duration of the summer. You got to love free labor. That's what it's all about. <laughs> life jackets are I, I in mean, the back. I mean, You'll need them. Molding the, molding <laughs> yeah. today's youth. And, yeah, too late. Uh, too late. You know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But no, it's actually very appropriate. We have, we have uh, two uh, wonderful ladies who are now our interns. We have a wonderful woman, uh, woman's business coach, Sarah Walton, joining us. Yes, we do. Because we are going to be talking about the movie of the summer today. It's going to give this sinking ship a lady's touch. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be like a, like throw pillows and I, I, I was more upbeat. potpourri I, I, I was all over the place. Like one, well, <laughs> it's very sexist of you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you admit it. No, we are, we are talking Wonder Woman tonight. Um, but first, this week's deal, go to the mystery box. It's mystery box, baby. You got to love the mystery box. The official superhero stuff, Hero Box, a monthly mystery box packed full of superhero awesomeness. It makes a great gift for that superhero fan in your life. $79 worth of stuff for just $49. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Facebook.com. That's a huge, that's a huge deal. A Plus, it's a mystery, deal. so we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's $30 of mystery. Facebook.com <laughs> slash Secrets of the Sire. Do Go click on the on the shop now button and uh, and enjoy. It's uh, or it's shop be... tomorrow or shop uh, shop anytime. Yeah, you could shop anytime you yeah. want to. Um, that's, the whole, uh, that's the beauty of like the whole, whole media. We also want to we want to take some bragging rights here. I want to brag for a uh, quick shout out to a past guest, uh, Christopher T. Wood. His movie Time to Kill is in development at Amazon. Thanks to us, nice. clearly. Nice. Yeah. Uh, go to well, us. we did that ourselves. We strong armed them. Well, I believe so. We right. went over to we went right. over there and we beat a couple of people up, and that's what that's how that happened. So take that, Fico We Leone. need to do we deals matter. like that for ourselves. We matter. So for our interns, um, Fico Leone is actually our resident troll. He started yes. trolling us, and now he continually yes, he just chimes in and still trolls us. Mm-hmm. Still wishes our my face would melt on fire. Burn yeah, us he's down. a good guy. He's but a, we like he's this dedicated. guy. So that's good. He's um, a dedicated uh, troll. Go to studios.amazon.com, sign in, type Time to Kill in the search icon in the upper right and find his movie. Give it a five-star rating. You know, help it get made at Amazon. And this way he can come on the show as like a famous guy and, and right. we'll get more famous. Right, us yeah. and then help us in, That's right. in the many things that we want to do. And Dante Lawson chimes, yeah, Dan chimes in on Periscope. It wouldn't be the show without Fika Leone. No, it wouldn't. One of no, these days. It One of He's these been days. here since I've been here. Since yeah, before it, I've exactly. Been here. So we're going to talk about the the wonderful... So Wonder Woman is like huge, right? Like Wonder Woman is like I feel like the Earth is moving you with mean this like movie coming out. Yeah, like physically. physically oh no, no, not like she's not physically huge. Oh, I mean, okay. she's very well strengthened and she's toned. She's muscle. very toned. Very. Right. That's a good word. Right. No, but I, I'm saying like I feel like oh, you this mean movie. Like, you mean uh, like preeminent? Like yeah. Like okay. Well, I, I think this you. is like this is like an earth-shattering event. It's not just a movie. Like I haven't felt like this maybe in, since Force Awakens. 
Like like Ooh. coming in. We're not talking about post Force <laughs> Awakens. We're talking about pre Force Awakens, right? Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like the hype. When you talk about pre, then you think about the post. But there's there's so. a there's a couple things, right? I mean, we're talking about the hope of it. We're talking about like the hype. There's controversy. Um, yeah, there's plenty of that. That's, yeah. there's plenty of that. Um, I feel like no, it's, it's this is going to be. I huge, feel it's kind of a right? yo-yo. It's 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 okay. kind of yo-yoed because uh, it started out and it was kind of like it's going to be under the radar. We're just going to do this. So hopefully this will be good. There's a there's a chance for it. And then as we were getting closer, remember we were starting to get some um, uh, some early uh, right. We got some early, early news from a guest. People coming back saying it's it's good, right. but it's just okay. Right. And then uh, one of our one of our guests, Jeff yeah. Gomez, even alluded to mm-hmm. the fact that the script was not yeah. as right. It needed help, right? Like it needed but this help. This was many months ago. This, this is a- which they have time to fix, mm-hmm. which and is good, then, uh, and time to kill. As Ooh. we were coming, as we were getting close to it, closer to it, um, then it was it was there was a lot of rumblings online that it wasn't getting enough publicity. You know, right. that people were trying to bury it, right? Right, and then this Zack Snyder stuff happens. Like all this stuff is really weird. Now suddenly, there's, there's a lot of hope is riding on this movie. But see, I think that's coming from the fact that it's Wonder Woman, and I think it segues into our first topic tonight. So, big uproar online. Um, the Alamo Drafthouse Cinema, chain based in Austin, Texas, said it would host five women-only screenings of Wonder Woman in Austin and New York. Uh, the announcement led to both praise and complaints. From various online corners. Mm. Uh, Benny Rose, previous guest as well, joining us. Dan Lawson, boom, now he's on the Facebook feed too. He's everywhere, which I love. He's all over the place. He's everywhere. So Wonder Woman, Alamo Draft House, for anybody who doesn't know, they do a really cool There was a guy, it was a a, a man's event. It was run by men, and they said, you know, it will be good publicity for this big... uh, uh, for this, you know, big Wonder Woman yep. thing is just have a whole bunch of ladies' nights, which yeah. is pretty much what bars do on a regular basis. Except, but the, your the guys a, are yeah, allowed to yeah, hit I on know, the girls but when they. But you there know, are, that's like the whole point of ladies', ladies night. Yes, but there are ladies. It themes. actually contributes to a to a very seedy culture. Bars have it. ladies' themes, though yes. they are they are notorious for that. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is just an, a hybrid of that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is nothing. This is but nothing it's utterly banning, abnormal. No, no, no. But it's no, but it is in a way, right? I mean, it's celebrating this. Um, this culmination of the ultimate feminist icon, right? I mean, this is the uh, Wonder Woman. It, I you, wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to. Uh, to, to <laughs> that's. I, would, I can't. Com- so you, we can't comment I on. C- I don't know if it's the ultimate feminist it, icon. In terms, is it the is it the ultimate feminist icon, Wonder Woman, or one of the ultimate? One of the okay. There you go. See, Daria's, well, see. Well, she can say that. Well, that's perspective, though. See, you were about to hit it with no perspective. She's like nineteen. What does she know? I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, interns! Welcome, welcome aboard. Too late, too late. No, but I mean, I think, I think that the lawsuits this, are already being what filed. We have. <laughs> no, no, I had them sign a paper, no, and at the end, the, it's like they got the social Sue media. Hassan. That yeah, just Hassan. Yeah, but Hassan's not my real I, name. Like, I even gave Sam an out there too. It's the problem like is Hassan's, any legal complaints. Hassan's not my real name. <laughs> that's, so that's it's not even my legal helpful. name, so it doesn't matter. Um, no, and but they have. Um, I think. I think overall, we're seeing this as like an ultimate feminist icon. We're seeing it as this ultimate thing. We as men but are seeing it because it's a woman. But naturally, it's excluding men now at the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, but it's run. It's a. It's a bunch of guys excluding other guys, which is you know, <laughs> not exactly so, abnormal. So yet you, again. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just they're just cock yes. Essentially, I want doing. the women. What to if myself? this was all an elaborate? Scheme That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's not. Like we're gonna have. We're gonna lure one, them all in. If a guy decides, I don't want any more guys in this room. I just want all the women in here. It's not sexist. It's not. Well, it's not discriminatory. It is sexist, but so it's not before discriminatory. Before the show, I actually told the interns, I was like, you know, I'll show you my show outline. We'll see where we're gonna go with it. And mm-hmm. this just took a complete like. I, that's just what, like a left. That's turn. why I never read the outline. It's like a spleft. Turn. I don't. I don't. Like bother we invented a direction here. You can direct it all you want. <laughs> I'm not, not going that. that way. I'm the Lord of the Radio. Let me ask you a question, though. And this is this is a this is very apropos here. Yeah, right? okay. I like apropos. what happens if they do an apricot. So if like they did an all African American viewing a Black Panther next year. Why not? I, but I mean, say how did, how did you know I was planning that? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? Shoot. Damn African Americans! I mean, would that be? Uh, well, we see the. Uh, I bet you, and this this is my opinion see, on something here, like here's, that. Where, here's where we're gonna do, if. Sam Lieberwitz <laughs> hosted an all African American party for the Did Black you just call Panther. Him like Lieberwitz, like Lieber, like Lebo, Lebo. 
if Lebo. he hosted an all African American party for Black Panther, it yeah. wouldn't be discriminatory. See how it works? See, these are little these are little social loopholes that okay. we get ourselves out of. Okay. Right? So I'm gonna go the a, opposite direction though. If a guy I don't says, think there would be I don't think there'd be an uproar at all. It doesn't matter. Well, it, but, but whether they would or wouldn't would just be a testimony of the tolerance, the social tolerance of the time. Okay. Right? Because there could be a time when that would be a very bad thing, uh, as societally speaking, and then there could be a time when nobody really cares. Nobody blinks. Sure. Right? So all I'm saying is we have no gauge on, on you know what the climate's going to be when that movie comes out, whether we, whether we pull up a party stunt like that or not. I'm saying a way we can get out of that okay. and say it's not a racial thing mm-hmm. or say it's not a discriminatory thing. Discriminatory. Uh-huh. Okay, since you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna nip since, at that. No, yeah, not, not, not this time. No, you know what it was when you said Lieberwitz. It reminded me of like people that are like, I have an idea, and it's like they say idea, and just it was like, yeah, it's just pet peeve. You know, I'm gonna be waiting, right? <laughs> you know, you're gonna mess up tonight, right? You know, I'm gonna be right there. <laughs> I mess up every night. Yeah, like, you're just, you're yeah. just very polite. And I, le- and I try to leave you alone about it. Because I keep, I keep saying no. You're horrendous. What mistakes. you do to English yes. is is cruel and unusual. Yeah. But all right, fair enough. Anyway. That's how you get out of now, it. Now, Dan T. Lawson chimed in, at least it's not a man bashing like Ghostbusters. Hmm. That's a good question, right? I think, I think no, women in general have a harder time. Ghostbusters was a humor bashing kind of experience. <laughs> or, or humorless. <laughs> no, it was killing humor. It was killing humor. It was okay. murder of humor. I gotcha. It was, just, it, was just, it was just terrible. I would say this, though. I, I think say, that, why, like... Why not let the ladies get together and enjoy Wonder Woman? What's, who's got a... Who's what's, got that, a what's that Pearl Jam line? Hmm? It's supposed to just be fun. It's yeah. supposed to be just fun. I don't know what you're doing now. Are, they, are you singing? Yeah, that was me. We don't sing here. We actually do. No, we don't. Really good. No. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, Not really good. <laughs> no, but I think I think at the end of the day, um, you know, yeah, let's just, I think women have it a lot harder. I think that was my point with bringing in the African-American screening. I bet you there would not be an uproar about an all-African-American screening of Black Panther next year as much as what's going on now with the all-Wonder Woman screening because I think anytime, anytime you, you no, take... This is you, men's rights activists who want to m- pretend that men are just as oppressed as, uh, as women or as repressed no, as women. No, I think it's more or less... I think it's the opposite effect. I think that when you, when you go out there and declare I want to be included in everything and then you do something that's, that's visibly exclusive... Yeah. You're you're naturally going to get called right, and that's a typical argument to that. But we're also and and we're often uh, overlooking the fact that they're usually excluded, which is why they have to to cry for inclusion in the first place. Yeah. So it's not like we're on a level is playing it, is field. It, is it the chicken and the egg? Like, huh? Just, it's not like I'm just saying. Chi- yes, yeah. it's absolutely chicken and the egg. And right. I don't know which one is the chicken and which one is the egg, but it's absolutely not a level a level playing field. So. So there you go. When we so come that back, argument is over. When we come back, we're going to actually talk about the movie. Is this the trip to Money Island? How are we, we going to be able to talk about the movie? We haven't oh. seen it. Oh. Oh, you got plans? Oh, All right. And in baby. this commercial break, we're going to figure that whole thing out. No, no. We're going to do it live on air. <laughs> That's, That's a good idea. These That's a good use of our time. You're saying there's preparation work? What? <laughs> Not for me, there is. When we come back, Wonder Woman. Well, see, I just did it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Wonder Woman set to conquer the box office. Will she break the superhero movie mold? You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. to connect with. Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. We're going to keep it superficial. Just a brass tack. We are very superficial people in general. So we're going to stick to. Well, I'm a very superficial person. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a book by the cover. (laughs) I'm I'm a great guy. I'm not superficial (laughs) at all. Secrets of the Sire. 
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Give us a call. We always love to hear your thoughts and opinions as well. 877-480-4120. I don't want it to talk to anyone. Secrets of the Sire is brought to you by all of our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, John Hoff III, Ashley Haikai. Not her name. Our program director, Stephanie Dolce. Our executive producer, Steve Ovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen. And as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Fix. Uh, (laughs) We are talking... Wonder Woman. We're talking. We talked about the controversy a little bit. Um, I think. I think we all agree. Yes. Just let. Let's. I think women have it harder. I just think, plain and simple. I think they have it harder. No, I think this presidential election showed I that they have it harder. Right. That. I wouldn't disagree. I think. With I think that. in general, like yeah. what was the South Park line? Women can be anything they want. They just can't be president. Like that was a line. Yes. South Park. Or anything else. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> it could be lots of other things. Oh, really? Homemakers. Yes. They can. Yes, they make can do that. Babies. Maids. 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 Waitresses. Right. No, but I think I think in general they do. They have it hard to 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 kind of break the mold, and that's why there's so much hope riding on this movie, right? I mean, this movie. Um. I mean, how yeah. many Eon fluxes? Ghosts Look, in the women, shell. I women mean, we are can... women are going to rise up, and they're going to you know, and they're going to be a significant part of whatever the future of the society is. And our it's our not... entire show is based on stealing South Park because that was an entire like that was the entire like running theme of the last season was that women are eventually just going to use us um, to. <laughs> That's not what I said. Well, you said they're going to rise up. <laughs> they're going to rise up. How is how is anybody getting used? Oh, in well, that? I didn't let me what finish. Did I, huh? You didn't let me finish. Well, you didn't let me finish. So why should I let you finish? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't want to do this show anymore. We're just going to go in circles this entire time. I don't. I don't want to do this anymore. That's it. Interns are fired. <laughs> we just got. I, I'm the one who messed up, but you fire the women. Well, I guess that's that's, <laughs> my, that's a microcosm of the entire situation right there. <laughs> Excellent. Well, ironically, we they're actually making point. more money than, than both of us. <laughs> yes, we lose money the, every week. Yeah, exactly. They're actually getting exactly. you know paid a very small amount to be here. So yeah, well, you know. Yeah, there it is again. We are we're progressive. There it is. We are again. a progressive unit. If I ever. I'm, all I'm saying is that there was uh, the, the same argument came up with Ghostbusters. Like this movie has to be a hit, and it'll be proof that women can be in comedies and, yeah. and be the stars of their own movies. Uh, I think that's just going to happen. Anyway, because that's evolution. Yeah, putting all of that on a movie is is kind of uh, is is ridiculous. You well, know, it's a lot of pressure to put on a movie. The movie is just a movie. We were talking about this last week, and I think it's I think it's important to bring up again, and I think we can we can really go into detail here, right? Uh, I mean, in an age of unrealistic female projections in movies, right? We talked about this with Paul Jenkins. You know, there's a sta- there's a new standard now for every female in a movie, right? And, and mm-hmm. it's got to be. No damsel, in, no damsel in distress. Can't be that, right? All of them seem to be martial arts experts. I don't know how. I don't know why. They well, did a lot of training. All women There was know. a lot of, I mean... All women know karate. Well, yes. Apparently, all women know karate. All women I've known um, know karate. You know, they're all... You know, you take Ray. <laughs> we're taking Ray from Star Wars as our, as our penultimate example. I mean, she doesn't even... She's two seconds in the movie and she knows... Everything. Force. Right. Everything. So, but that's that's the... That seems to be the new standard for how you that's, project. That's not, yeah, that's a man's standard for how to, to apologetically project women. Though. Okay. Is it though? Yes. Is it, is it, is it, so that's, that's the, that's the feminist guilt? A woman who wrote factor? a story on her own would not make her character, her female character, perfect. Right. Because so it's it's almost like tipping the scales. Ninety percent like of what being like, a, uh, the the uh, what they're fighting for is three dimensionality. Mm-hmm. You know, so if if a woman is going to portray life, you know, through the eyes of a woman, sure, or like or or a superhero, a, a female superhero with a with a real life, she's gonna be three dimensional. She's sure. gonna have right exactly flaws. And she's gonna have you know right. She's gonna make mistakes, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then she's just going to overcome all of those things. Sure. All right. So a man who's writing that, who is you know politically correct and worried about yeah. you know, offending people and worried about you know, which I mean, he's got the he's got the right to be concerned about those things because he'll be judged on that on those levels. Sure. So whatever his intentions are, he's going to make the character just perfect. He's just going to default to perfection. Sure. So that's that's what's going to happen. Gene Goldson actually chimed in on the Facebook feed. And I, I like this because uh, it's it's true. Didn't Hunger Games already prove women can make money? Uh, Hunger Games show that they could they, that it, it is possible. Okay, mm-hmm. because I think there's a definitive double standard where uh, you know if there's a female, I mean, there are so many female driven. Uh, action movies that bombed Electra, Catwoman. I mean, these these. But I mean, they still keep happening. 
Um, but not in the same frequency as what their male okay, counterparts. Well, I mean, you have Batman movies. You have nine Batman movies. You have you look know, at it we're in on the our third Spider-Man now. Right? Look at it in the reverse, and this is why I, I say that the the idea of putting all this on Wonder Woman is ridiculous. If Wonder Woman flops, does yeah. that mean the women's movement is over? Yes, it's over. That's it. Go home. It's done. In in your in your <laughs> world, it is in your dreams, right? <laughs> well, we're done with that woman thing. I would not. Say. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Yeah, well, trying to put my fedora on and get yeah. to work. <laughs> Highball, anyway. Give me my briefcase. Suddenly, suddenly yes. like I'm a 1950s guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, well, mad men. Yeah. yeah, that was wonderful. <laughs> I don't know why I talk like this now, but now it, that's happened. No, obviously, like, the women's movement's not over. Um, mm-hmm. and So women can't make movies ever again. I think it, I think it would just... It was just all it's going to do is tell the guys, the tell, the, tell the men who have mm-hmm. the money that we can't make any so money women can't, off of this. Women don't have money? No, they're not investing in movies. That's actually Women good are point. doing better things with their money than investing in Hollywood movies. Potentially worse things. I mean, have you seen some of the stuff that women invest their money in? I'm not touching it's that. not good. No. no you're, you're, not on your, you're on your you're own. You're not going there? No. no. There's women right here, dude. They can they hear know us. It. They know it. <laughs> they're like, damn. Come on. I've seen it. Nah, man. You're going down on your own on this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See what's that? See? What she Nothing. Very dark. Path. Yeah. Very dark path. That's, that's dark the name path. of our show. Like that's exactly what we do. I mean, there's, there's we change no... the name again. Darn it! Well, we're, I we're, never get the memos. Are we forgotten nights? Is that yeah, what we are the forgotten nights? <laughs> no, forever, forever nights. Is no, that what we're Stop it! Stop it! Keep going. All right. Um, well, I was gonna say though, in an age where uh-oh. that's the standard for women, in a though. World where no, no, women no. are oppressed. No, 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 no. I'm doing the movie guy. No, no, the. Never no, mind. No, no, no. No, no. no yes, yes, no, yes. No. yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I tell my son. I don't know what you're doing. No, no. I'm uh, not your son. <laughs> maybe maybe this nine. maybe this movie doesn't happen without those um portrayals. And if anyone's gonna if there's ever a a visualization of what the quote unquote ultimate woman should be, this is it, right? I mean Wonder Woman is a god, right? I mean you can't like I don't look at Wonder Woman as a symbol for the feminist movement at all. I see just this character that possesses all these traits and possesses all of these abilities, right? I, that's Who what I see. Who happens to be a woman. Who happens to be a woman, right. Mm. I don't see it as like an attempt to... So then why is everything riding on this? But that's And that's the thing that's so interesting about it, right? I think that people have now hoisted their own expectations and their own hopes and everything. And they shouldn't do that because it's a movie. But they can't help it. Can't help their feelings. Then they're idiots. <laughs> and we we're done. just alienated all of our audience. <laughs> they'll be back. Gene Goldstein, if Wonder <laughs> they're idiots, flops, they'll be back. DC is over more than the women's movement. That's another great point now, too. So, can we all... Uh, so, Ari, DC I'm going to quote... Fine. I'm gonna the, these, those movies make a ton of money. Those uh, movies make a lot of money. They keep losing the, the court of, uh, of public opinion. Right, but, but that's but, that's affecting a brand. But though. the court of public opinion is often debunked because it's you know a, about mm. four or five years from now everybody would be like, well, we were judging that too harshly. These movies are there's a referendum on okay. on the original way the, these are these things are viewed. Court of public opinion is never a fair court. No, but it's, it, but it's it does always, impact the brand, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it can. If you, if you if you're going to see, I'm going to use the baseball analogy, right? And if and if the if baseball does not invest in young talent, which they are now, and they're seeing a bump from it, and and people are not happy with the product mm. on the field, eventually there's going to be an expectation no. that no, this no, is no. not worth there's going to be there's going to be insults and there's going to be there's there's going to be a ribbing, but until money is lost, nothing is going to happen. But I think money has. So been as lost. long as the baseball players are still winning games and they're packing the the, the stadiums, no one's going to do it. But that's that. the thing. I think eventually they're going to lead to people not packing the stadiums. Um, and yeah, but great. that hasn't happened yet. There's always they're always threatening that, but it's that hasn't happened yet. It's great that you brought up expectations as well, too, right? I, I mean, didn't, don't remember. Bringing you sort of did. You sort of did, though. Like if they don't if they don't match, you're implying that I brought up. Yeah, I am implying. There's no question. But I'm, yeah, I'm inf- well, that's no, not no. fair because then you could just imply anything. What's the Ari Gold quote? Expectations, you beat him by a dollar, life is great. Get under by a dollar, put a gun in your mouth and make You're sure I'm standing behind you. You're reading that quote. It's yeah, not yeah, even like you quote. have that off the top no, of your head. No, I had head. to really think about it. So that's I was like, not, oh, let me just read it. It's just a better that, quote. Not genius is debunked now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm <laughs> I here. don't think there was ever a moment anyone, <laughs> anyone thought I I, I occasionally flirted with it. Yeah, once or twice, you know. When I was a little drunk and I hit my head. I was like, that Mike, he's got it going on. And then now I You actually use those those words? 
Probably because I was drunk and, and I hit my head really hard. Yeah. Fell on right. a flight of steps. When we come back, we've got our Are guest, done again? Sarah Walton. She's a women's business coach. She's going to give us the female perspective. She's going to explain the whole female thing to you. You're, and you need it. So you're saying that I have no conception of the female thing. By you even uttering those words, the female thing, mm-hmm. it's obvious. No, but I'm all right. I'm allowed to you. do that. Damn it. <laughs> can never get the last word in. When we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. The superpower you wish you had? Um, teleportation. Ooh. There you go. I always go flight. I'm always like, I want to fly. You teleport. You don't need to fly. Right. You never be late for work. <laughs> That's what you would do. This is why you're the co-host of a, of a, of a middling podcast, because yeah. you don't dream big enough. It, because I can't teleport. If I could teleport, you think I would be sitting here right now? You'd be on time. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We're also streaming live on Facebook, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. I want to welcome my next guest. Uh, she is a business mentor for women. I mean, we, we honestly, sometimes, sometimes we come together with some synergy and, and some planning <laughs> and thought. And we thought, hey, Wonder Woman movie. Who, who better to talk about? We call those happy accidents. There, yeah. <laughs> I want to welcome Sarah Walton. She's a business mentor for women, specifically in the corporate uh, world who want to climb higher. Uh, Sarah, we have two wonderful interns here that you could, you could mentor and negotiate, and they could take over the show. And They're pretty awful. much running this place already. I don't think... Are, really? <laughs> that quickly? Like, like yeah. They just started. Trust me. Like, they're, I mean, they're very bright people, but, you know... The interns always run everything. It's just one of those things. It's just the truth. No. <laughs> this is very, very true. So welcome to the show. I'm really happy. Thank I'm you. really excited to have you on here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. You guys were having quite the lively discussion with yourselves earlier. That's all we end up doing. We, just with no one ourselves. else. With no yeah, one else. No one's listening. <laughs> no, one's, no one's listening. That's what actually gives us the freedom to just talk because we right, know. Because we know. No one's we know listening. No one's so listening. this is really good. No, we're very popular. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, Huge. I want to talk about um, some of the things. Well, let, let's, let's first go back to the controversy with the women's only screening in the, uh, at the Alamo Draft ho- House. Um, is this a case of I see both sides? Oh, just <laughs> shut up. You know, what, what do we got here? No, we never want to shut up, especially right now. I think everybody is so sensitive about every single conversation that could possibly ha- be had about anything from every angle, right? So I think, you know, I think this is a really interesting thing. And some of the comments I've been reading about people saying, listen, if I think it was someone said something like, if this was a Thor movie and they only let men in, there'd be an sure. uproar. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. And 
Like, you got to let some of them go. It's yeah. really okay. And when women come together, we have a really good time. Um, <laughs> and I kind of feel yeah, bad for guys, guys about that, up... you guys pretty much have golf as the only excuse to oh. just hang out with each other and do nothing but not get drunk. <laughs> it is a great We have a lot excuse. of other things, and I think this movie is, is kind of one of those excuses. And I think it's really cool that they that they created this environment where one, they brought up the topic, which is good because anytime we can get each other talking, I think that's a positive. And the other, I think it's going to be a really cool experience for a lot of these women to go out, just hang out with each other and see someone who's really powerful in this role who happens to be gorgeous too, and just have fun with it. I think we need to lighten up just a little bit. I, I think that's a great point too. And I actually think kind of, kind of juxtaposing the point that we were making too. I mean, I think if there's ever a movie where this is okay, where it's not, it's, it doesn't have to be a statement of any kind. It's this, right? I exactly. mean, Wonder Woman is, uh, she's just iconic, right? I mean, it's, this is not a character that was created, you know, five, ten years ago, you know, feeding off of our political views of the moment. I mean, she's been around. She's been established. This is, I, I love anything that's established that far in the past because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's free of any uh, tainting of, of the way we look at things today. And I think this is a good example of that. I, I absolutely agree with you, and I think the timing of the launch, you know, being that it's such a, a concrete foundational story, right, inside of all these all these comics, she's been around forever, the release, the timing of the release, given our social conversations right now, is going to cause some sort of stir like this, and, I, and so I do find that just interesting, and it's going to be fun for us, or educational for us, if we choose for it to be, to watch the response and the results, um, for this movie, it's getting great reviews already. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be interesting to see what it does to our social conversation. So it's funny, too, because now, according to a Fandango survey, uh, this is now the most an- this is the most anticipated film of the summer. It actually is beating out Spider-Man, which is kind of expected, I think, because this is the ninth Spider-Man movie. But um, I think we're Spider-Maned out. I think we're, I think we're Spider-Man out on a lot of things. But let's say this movie doesn't do as well as we'd hope or or is there too much pressure i guess that's the question i would have for you mm-hmm. uh you know is is there too much pressure on this movie because it's because people are using it to speak to this larger statement i think right so. they're using it as a political statement perhaps yeah. um but i think we run that risk with everything these days right i feel like everything's overblown and everybody's disappointed no one can be pleased right? so sure I, I i think no matter what we're going to run up against that a little bit i'm i'm really happy that it's getting great critical reviews at the moment you know mm-hmm. we'll see how the public responds to that because you know we all know those don't always go hand in hand but um I, I think it's got a good shot of doing really well and the way they've created the buzz around it i think was brilliant just from a business perspective i think that was so smart that that again the timing is beautiful that mm-hmm. they took this beautiful iconic character that they're doing all these things with it that they're causing a stir on purpose i mean they're not messing around and and it's getting great critical reviews so is there too much pressure perhaps but i don't see I don't see a crack yet, right? Like, if they had done all this great publicity and they'd done this great marketing and we have this beautiful, iconic figure and the critics were were like, are you kidding? This is awful, right? Then I could see a crack in the armor, no pun intended. (laughs) But... We don't ah, see, see that what right you now. did there. Uh, yeah. I did. You see yeah, how I did yeah, that? Yeah, you see that? I got you see that? <laughs> uh, do you? I mean, so one of the things that you do is uh, you 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 uh, talk to groups of women. Um, you talk about the wage gap, and that's something that has been kind of addressed in Hollywood too. Is is the seventy cents on the dollar? Um, but you see a lot of male uh, actors now coming to the defense of of female actors and saying, you know, this is not right, and we should be doing something. Um, are you seeing? What's the state of the movement, or what is the state mm. of that particular movement? And I'm very curious to hear from you, because I have no idea. Yeah. No, it's such a great question, and I'm glad you're asking it. And I would love to know the dollars and cents behind this movie, quite frankly. I was actually trying to look it up before before I, I came on today. Like, how much did she get paid? How much how much have the other, you know, blockbuster mm-hmm. stars been paid? And I actually can't find those numbers, which I find really interesting, given, you know, what we've heard about Jennifer, Jennifer I Lawrence think recently, like all this intern, stuff though. coming out. I don't think, I, I, think it, I think Gail Godot is just an intern. I think they just, you know, that's it. They just got her right <laughs> off the, yeah. She's just super, super beautiful and really talented. <laughs> she's just like an intern. Yeah, their, their uh, defense yeah. will be that she's not, she's not an established action star. Sure. So that's why yep. whatever she's getting paid is is significantly less than which obviously is, like Cahill, well, uh, Cavill, Henry Cavill, and uh, definitely less than what Ben Affleck is making. I mean, now they can't make the argument because of Batman v Superman. I mean, she was the bright spot of that movie. She was a bright spot of the movie, but she doesn't have a you know a storied history of being sure. an action hero like Scarlett Johansson would. Okay, you know, and so. Mm-mm. 
uh, so the argument about her that when when she when when it turns out that Scarlett Johansson is making way less than like say Chris Evans, right. there's no right. argument, there's no excuse. But Got it. For, yeah, for, I think that I think that that's accurate, and yeah. you have to be careful, right? Because it's not always apples to apples, and just like oh, here's the dollar, here's the dollar. Now you know that's beautiful, lovely Hollywood, right? Where mm-hmm. all the salaries are usually published. Liberal Hollywood. Happy. It's, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, where it's like, you know, issues like this come up. You can call them liberal. You can call them whatever the hell you want to call them. The fact is someone does the work, they should get paid, right? So where do Absolutely. we stand in this movement? You know, it's not looking great, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually 70 cents, 77 cents on the dollar, and ah, that has yep. changed, you know, a whopping three cents in 35 years. That's not a good... That's not a good ratio, and I think it's it's a it's a couple of things that need to happen. One, I, the reason I talk about Jennifer Lawrence is I think what she did was so brilliant that she didn't come out and you know bash people and be obnoxious. She said, "Look, I did this. I was scared of looking obnoxious. I was right. scared of doing this or that." And shame on them for offering her so much less, right? So, right. I think we've got a bit of work to do on both sides of the table, and that goes right into corporate, and it goes into the entrepreneurs that I help as well, who aren't charging enough for their services. And there's some sort of thing that I. I think happens between men and women and I have five brothers and I'm a huge tomboy and I love, I, you know, I love the men. There's none of that. It's, um, but it is interesting to see how differently we're raised, Sure, you know, and Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg, I don't like lean in. There's a lot about lean in. I don't like, and there's a lot in that book. That's great. And one of the things she talks about is, you know, for example, if there's 10 qualifications listed for a job, if a man has two out of the 10, he'll apply. If a woman has eight out of the ten, she won't apply because she feels she's not qualified. And there's something going on there that is just so fascinating to me that men have that confidence and that willingness to jump and women don't. Um, and so I think there's, like I said, there's work to be done on both sides of this table. Men are delusional. Um, that's what that really is. <laughs> yes. We're all raised yes. on Han Solo. I think that's definitely <laughs> part of it. Brand yes. <laughs> exactly. As much as I love my brothers, I can say I definitely yeah. saw that growing up. You know what I mean? Um, but I think women are also too um, self-effacing, and we don't have oh, the confidence. It's just not instilled the same way, you know, which is why movies like this are awesome. I mean, I'm taking my daughter to see it. That's a that's a great segue too, because I think the big thing is I, I, this is this has the feeling of more than just a movie, though. I mean, this has like a mm-hmm. cultural awakening kind how, of feeling. How they're going to get away with this is going to be really simple. She's outside of the society, right? So what she's going to do is she's going to come in and she's going to find uh, all these like kind of social mores and uh-huh. restrictions, and she's going to find them ridiculous because and <laughs> we're going to be able to we're going to be able to digest it. As men, because sure. she's she's an Amazon, she's outside of society. Well, if we were watching it and Wonder Woman was raised, say, like in Newark, right, and she just decided that she was a god and that she was, we we'd be up in arms about it because we couldn't. It couldn't. It wouldn't fly. No yeah, we wouldn't it again. Be able I mean, but it just it wouldn't. It. We couldn't be. We couldn't handle it. And I think that says a lot about us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I really do. I think it does about what we think is possible. What we think is possible for women. What we see is is possible as the role of women um, and and who gets to say what social norms are bizarre and which ones aren't but there's a great saying uh, that you know we we have in our in our networking groups for entrepreneurs though it's like people it's actually not just for entrepreneurs it's everything people like to be like to buy they don't like to be sold so when you can actually have an outsider pers- perspective like you said Hassan and have mm-hmm. Wonder Woman kind of you know we're we're buying the concept of oh hey that is kind of crazy and hey that is kind of great it's not like the 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 heroes up there and just being like sell 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 here's what you should be doing here's how it should be done or or whatever the mm. case is you know i think there's a, there's a certain level of that I think that's a great point. I think, but that also speaks to confidence. I like, right? I like our I mean, guest. She just compliments <laughs> us. She makes us feel really good. She agrees with we me. We just keep ripping each other. We're like, you're horrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Did you do no preparation? And you're just like, oh, you guys are great. <laughs> well, yes, you are. And I think there's, there's really something one. to that because it just speaks, it just goes right back to confidence, right? People who, you know, in the entrepreneurial group, I think that's so interesting. Of course, nobody likes to be sold to because here's the thing about people who sell like that, right? When they're come on I'm so great come on it's just first of all it feels weird because who does that Mm -hmm. Um, and secondly to do that it means you have a lack of confidence right 
there's a big difference between just going to lunch with somebody or grabbing coffee and being like, no, this is what I do, and I really love it, and I feel lucky to be able to do it, you know, and, and the results have been awesome. So what do you do? You do that, and everybody wants to work with you. You know, it's like that, It's and it's the same thing that's going on with this movie. She's not going, oh, please like me. Do you think I'm pretty? Like, <laughs> there's none of that, right? Like, are you going to call me tomorrow? It's like, don't call me. I don't give a rat's ass. And everybody's like, ooh, can I call her? It's that same, sure. you know, it's the same vibe. It's just it's all about confidence, and yeah. it's all about understanding your role in inside the situation. I think they're, gonna, they're already critical. doing, they have scenes where they just suppose with the, with, um, with Chris Pine's like sure. secretary or whatever she's okay. supposed to be. <laughs> and you know, she's, you know, the, the woman's telling her all the things that she can and can't do as in, right. in parts of society. And then you have, uh, uh, you know, Diana just looking at her like she's crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how they, that, that's how they're going to sell it to us, to, sure. to men. That's sure. how they're going to be able to get us to digest that. And they're gonna, there's probably well, going to be a lot of that. And I don't think they're just selling that to you. Well, yeah. Right? There true. are a lot of women who, who are still, and, and obviously I'm a huge fan of women, too, but there's a lot of women, too, who've bought into this idea that we have to be cute. You know, and when someone says, oh, you're so passionate, that that's not a compliment when they say that in a, in a work situation. They're sure. being demeaning and they're right. undermining your work. And I think, you know, drawing that juxtaposition in the movie is brilliant because I hope it has women who've thought that that's how they're going to succeed and thought that that's what matters and think that that's how women are accepted in society are going to see actually that's insanity and sometimes you know what i love what you guys are saying about the outsider's view and the outsider's role to come in as the outsider like, what the hell are you doing here i mean that's just i think that's just um invaluable to the conversation especially given our current social climate yeah i I think this particular character again is a great representation for that to to actually get that message across because i think it'd be very easy for uh the male society to just digest that this is an iconic woman character as opposed to and we were talking about ray from uh star wars from from uh you know the, the episode seven where you know you had a lot of people sit there and say you know, this has become the the standard way to display women, which is just well, they're they're yeah. instantly it's it's already it went from one end of the spectrum of women are weak and helpless and need to be rescued to uh, women are all great at everything now and and don't need to be rescued and there's no vulnerability and there's no nothing and and that's the kind of I think this is the this is the finally the the happy balance to all that because this character, I mean, was is just beyond all of that political. You know, alignment, I guess, is the best way to, that I can phrase that in this in this particular sentence. That's interesting. No, but I'm glad you brought up Star Wars because, you know, I obviously grew up with my brothers dragging me to Star Wars over and over and over. I have mm-hmm. so many of the scenes memorized. But I think Princess Leia actually drew that balance very well, too. Yeah. Because she was beautiful and vulnerable yep. and sexy and pretty, and she'd kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. was like... In a minute, she, she took on yeah. she took on the man, yeah. right? I mean, and she knew how to make men jealous at the same time, and she she owned all of it. And I think that, at least for me in my childhood, that was the first time I saw that balance, absolutely, of of true true strength but beauty at the same time. Sarah, tell uh, tell our audience, uh, you know, where they can find you and and what you're up to next. Sure enough. So you can you can uh, see my work mostly on sarahwalton.com, and that's Sarah with an H. And for those of you who are that are old enough, it's Walton like the family on TV. Those of you that aren't, it's like Walmart, Walton. <laughs> so sarahwalton.com. You know, and this next month, I'm actually launching um, a money course for women where I talk about our relationship to money. I, de- I take really deep dives into negotiations and into budgets, um, into charging what we're worth and asking for raises um, and investigating the invisible. And by the invisible, I mean all the things society tells us without ever actually explicitly telling us things like you're so cute and aren't you delicious and that's very nice <laughs> and shut up and sit down all those things all those messages we get throughout the years so we really do a deep dive into that how we can break those habits and how we can redesign how we interact with money um given that it's the most powerful tool we have access to today like it or lump it that kind of is a fact going back to by the way the discussion you guys had about you know, is this how many how many more blockbuster comic movies do we have? And as long as there's <laughs> money a, to be made, the they will keep another, being made. Yeah, uh, yeah. topic yeah. of another discussion for sure. Sarah, thank yeah, you so sure. much. I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, thank you for all the uh, insight that you've uh, you provided to us tonight. You bet. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Can't wait to see how this goes. All right. When we come back, eh, put the interns on the uh, on the microphone. See what they have to say. When we come back. 
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comics' own Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Can a man actually get up with any kind of macho manliness and say Twilight was a good film franchise and or movie? That's like the guy <laughs> wearing the pink shirt, right? Like yeah. He, he but, feels completely confident. But in, men can <laughs> rock the pink. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Sam, audience, Sam the engineer Sam, is wearing pink. Right I just pulled a Hassan. Yeah. <laughs> the secrets of the sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank my guest, Sarah Walton. She was fantastic, um, giving us a good perspective uh, from a female point of view, which is always welcome. So we have two female interns. We have Trista and we have Dari. Hi. There you go. We're going to... You got to get close to the mic. Get close to the mic. Well, and then you, 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 no. you, uh, you brought the microphone closer, closer and then you lowered your voice. Hello, everyone. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Trista, you can yeah, say hi yeah, as well, too. Project. So you, What's up? You two are two young female college students working in a uh, you know working towards a degree in the business world. Uh, what's your take on the Wonder Woman movie, or, or or on what we talked about tonight? I guess. I think we should just let her be. Just let her be. Just I, let her I think be? I feel like everyone's just gassing up the whole movie and the whole feminist movement. I think it's just a movie. There aren't a lot of female. Um, characters that are portrayed in movies it's all just men you see Batman you see Spider-Man no one's really advertising or advocating for women superheroes and I feel like it's a great thing for it to be the first time Trista? I don't think that the Wonder Woman movie to me has no ties with the feminist movement I mean mm-hmm. I could see where people want to make the connection but yeah. to me I don't see it you so don't see it not at all no. I think that's kind of what I said earlier. Oh, 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 that's what oh, I was saying too. Oh, oh no, nah, not what you were saying at all. Oh no, I was saying the exact opposite. The exact opposite. <laughs> They're both fired. Well done. No, all right. Well, then, then, and we just proved that point too. Yep. Wait, oh. you're speaking out. I'm the man. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, These God, girls are uppity. We're so gonna get sued. <laughs> this was such a mistake. <laughs> oh, good God. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Um, they will be here all summer. They'll be doing a lot of great things uh, for us. Unfortunately for them, <laughs> they're going to be here. They willingly accepted this this job here. See? Yeah. So this was, yeah. I might have sold Attitudes it. Attitudes might changed, have sold though. sold it. Yeah. Like a lot. Opinions change. Yeah. Yeah. They, they willfully come in, and then they can willfully go out. And I think that's, uh, that's what we might see. So <laughs> we've done a lot of Wonder Woman tonight. And uh, we're gonna <laughs> move on. Yeah, see that? See what I did there? Yeah, see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've well, unlike you, I'm leaving it alone we've because tackled. I am not because you're attention afraid. Because you got afraid. You're afraid. I'm afraid. That's right. <laughs> I'm afraid to make fun of you. That's no. my whole job. No, 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 To no, make no, fun of no, you. No, 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 no. You're just. A, you're like. You want to make sure there's no. You want to make sure that everyone comes after me. 
which is good. I, yes. I actually applaud that. Yes. I think that's a, I think that's the right way to do it. Uh, so do I. You're like the we, lovable. We're in agreement. You're the lovable guy that everyone's gonna. Well, be not like. lovable, but you're like just the lovable, agreeable, everyman. yeah, affable. Oh, I am affable. Very good word. You know what else is a, a good word? No. Spinning the rack. I hate this. This is. Spin the rack. Spin the rack. <laughs> We're I still love re-record that. that. We are going spinning the We're going to have the, the re-record that. <laughs> Can't beat that. We bring you the most fantastical pop culture news out there. Fantastical. Um, yeah. That's the best way I could put it. Okay. So item number one. Is that like super riffical? Flash Gordon's Sam Jones and Incredible Hulk's Lou Ferrigno almost fight at London Comic Con. My money's on uh, Flash. Really? Yeah. Lou Ferrigno's still pretty big. Lou Ferrigno's really big. He can't hear. He can hardly see. And he's kind of a jerk. Actors <laughs> Sam Jones. So, and I, I know that from experience. Yeah. And everybody knows where my experience comes from. So if I get Lou Ferrigno on as a guest. You do that. I will <laughs> tell him to his face he's a jerk. On the phone. <laughs> on the phone. Yes. But what if phone. I get him like in studio? No. Okay. I'll be on the phone. I'll call that's, in. And then tell him <laughs> that's where we draw the line. You're a jerk. Actor Click. Sam Jones, who played Flash Gordon in the 1980 film. No, it was not his voice. 70s. It was his face and not his voice. Really? Yes. Oh they God. dubbed his voice. 1970s TV Hulk Lou Ferrigno squared up as punters queued for autographs at comic book convention. Uh, they were separated by a fan dressed as, um, what's his face from Suicide Squad? Hang on. Oh, El Diablo from Suicide Squad. Uh, okay. Darren Clements, who so is he stepped seven. in. El Diablo stepped in between. Correct. <laughs> Flash Gordon uh, yes. and the Hulk. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He, you know what? He is the most hated man in fandom right now. Is he? Because everybody oh, wanted to see, see that. that fight. So everybody was a large crowd. I told him to act like adults and grow grow up as they were supposed to be there for the fans. Yeah, he told Flash Gordon and the Hulk to act like adults. Now, here's the thing. He, this, is, <laughs> this is another quote. This is a quote direct from Darren Clements. Uh, I don't know if I was the real superhero, ah! because if there was a Clash of the Titans, I would have got squashed. Why does he put himself in there? Yeah, he really did. Yeah, he me. did. He's yeah. uh, Okay, so he's... Really trying to... He is the most hated man <laughs> in fandom now. And, just, and his speak. attitude is making it worse. My money's on Lou Ferrigno, though. I mean, that guy... You think so? Yeah, no. he's still jacked no, up out of his mind. No, Flash Gordon defeated Ming the Merciless. He defeated all of Mungo. Yeah, but that's like... Fate. He saved the Earth. actually happen. All Lou Ferrigno did was ruin uh, <laughs> Bill Bixby's day every week. For like five years. Now, That's Brian, all he now did. Brian Everham chimed in, and I agree with you because they had Lou on ESPN, and he said they were trying to break up a fight between fans. And that he and Jones is that have what been Lou said for twenty years? Yes. Yeah, that's 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 the Hassan's typical story of what Lou He's goes. not having it. And how did our Facebook feed turn into a prequel fight? By the way, that was ask, ask Brian. He's the one who brought it up. <laughs> how does this always go back to the prequels? Because. Those Nobody terrible, can terrible ever prequels. let you enjoy. Are what you guys you Star enjoy. Wars fans at all? Were you Star Wars fans? No, they're both shaking. Well, they they have like lives and stuff, so you know it doesn't it doesn't really doesn't bode well. <laughs> we should have got we should have gotten dull and boring interns that are not having fun in life um, to be here. And like Patrick, Patrick was a was, was that a Patrick was that a number was that a number you could have dialed? <laughs> what do you Did mean? You, you you could have dialed for dull and boring right. or exciting. I should have put that in right? the in the you should have exciting. Applicants you should have dialed the, the boring number right. instead of exciting dialing applicants ex- need exciting interns on the left, yeah. boring interns on the right. Yeah. And you went right. Yeah. yeah. It's their fault. Um, one other story that we want to get into, which is what you actually chimed in to me about. White genocide in space. Racist fans see uh, the diversity yeah. in the new Star Trek this, series. This, this now, thing. first of all. I love that the headline is racist fans. Like they've immediately coined them as racist fans. Like no matter what. Like I feel like that's. I feel like that's well, they, the problem. Right. They hate the show. Right. Because of you know non-white well, actresses. No, no, no. Well, okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. I mean, let's let's look at it. There's some of them that hate the show because of non-white actresses. Well, there's and there's others that's that are claiming the forced diversity in this particular instance. Oh my god. What is forced diversity, though? Forced diversity. What is the? What is, is the? What is the? What is the forced what is diversity is when diversity. No, no, no. Is no I understand what it is. What is the? What is the defining ideology behind forced diversity? Forced now, not the diversity in itself, but believing that it is forced. Believing that it is forced is when you 
there, we, we talked about this. You do the race swapping, right? You have the ethnic Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man movie. Some people see that. The, um, the Black Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movies. When you take characters that were at one point or another um, white and replace them with um, diverse characters in its place. It's seen as forced diversity um, because they're saying, hey, we're not meeting a certain quota and we're going to use that term that we need more diversity in this and that's instead of it being a natural and organic thing it's it becomes how could it be natural and organic I think how is that possible I think, when it is, when it, everything is planned when right. everything is when, and any time that you have like an egyptian god played by a scottish guy uh, you got a director saying, well, I couldn't have, you know, no one was going to pay for me to get a, an authentic Egyptian actor. Sure. So I had to go with the Scottish guy. How, how when, you, when you have a setup like that, how is it natural? Yeah. How is anything supposed I think to be in this case, natural though, I think in this particular organic. case, I think Star Trek is not um, going out there and saying like, hey, look, we have this diverse cast because they've always had a diverse you, cast. What's ridiculous about that is Star Trek was progressive, right. progressive before the progressive movement. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I love that you said that That's why these the fans are called racist the because they don't even thought of though. they don't even they don't even use they don't even quantify the logic of their ups, their uh, of their argument. And we talked about this too at the beginning, right? Like. I love the fact that, you know, Wonder Woman was created before any of the, the you know, polarized state that we're in right now. And that was not really right. good grammar at all, but no, that's okay. But, you yeah, know, we'll let that flow. We'll just let that as good fly. as mine was a few seconds <laughs> Me ago. Me fail so. English? That's impossible. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, you, you have, like, things like, like Wonder Woman. You have even shows like Quantum Leap, very progressive in an age where there was no 24-hour news cycle. There was no, mm-hmm. um, you know, agendas. There was no forced diversity. There was no, you know... Racial the politics. It was. It was. Force, force it was right it, because it was. Ne- we never had mediums with which to put our our, you know. Well, yeah, there was. Display. I mean, until until uh, until uh, what is that the. the message boards and stuff like that that started to spring sure. up with uh, and they they are they started to spring up angry yeah you know they're, they're, I mean the Harlan Ellison was complaining about them. 25 years ago sure you know it was about their, their you know it's just a battleground for angry yeah. you know uh, basement dwellers and now we have social media yeah man we got really deep tonight I think this is well, well you we did should, I'm, I'm always we deep. should uh, <laughs> but I don't you, let you, you join me deep, you join me on the I know the it's it's kind of a yeah, yeah. we should we, you know yeah, I don't like it no, no you can <laughs> no, <laughs> you need no. to leave <laughs> that's it everyone's fired and rightfully so I mean if Dari was on Facebook she would she would get uh, some love as well too so you know, but hey, we welcome our interns. Uh, Want to thank our guest Sarah Walton. Uh, next week we get to be superficial again. We get to actually analyze the Wonder Woman movie, yeah, the Super Bowl, s- next week if we see it. And <laughs> before we go, I'm not going to go see it because there's a chicken in it. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> we also welcome Everclear's lead singer Art Alexis. He's going to be on to talk about his favorite comic book movies, the 20th anniversary of Sparkle and Fade, wow. um, oh, and man. we'll edit out the part with uh, Scarlett Johansson. See you guys next week. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) hey all you crazy listeners looking to boost your business Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Robin Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 